Welcome to the Outer Rim News Podcast for the week of August 17th, 2017. We're inching closer to The Last Jedi. How many days do we have, Austin? Off the top uh, of your head. Oh, Lord, I don't come know. Come on, come on, quickly, 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 quickly. Your life depends on it. Oh, God. Like, maybe 115 days, something like that, 100 days? <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> I, all I know, all I know, is we got a few months left. We're, we're down, we're down to the nitty gritty here, and we're only like, ha- like maybe what, twelve, fifteen days away from uh, from Force Friday two. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So I I'm, forgot about I'm that. ready for that. Yeah, you know, last week I talked, I, I played, the, I had this big uh, talk about how I wasn't going to buy hardly anything. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so as it gets closer, you know, that anticipation builds, and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how that goes. Oh, so yeah. How was your week, man? How was your week this week? Oh, man, it was, it was good. Just uh, staying busy with work, and uh, um, I've been rereading the uh, the Heir to the Empire trilogy. I went back after I finished up, like, Inferno Squad, and, and uh, I read... Um, uh, Oh Lord! What was it? I, I just I just finished Inferno Squad, and there's that. It's the young adult series, or more like, yeah, young adult series. You know, it's the uh, Join the Resistance book mm-hmm. series. I read the first book like that, and it was that was actually pretty good. After I finished all that, I had to I had to rearrange my bookshelves because I was it's just it's filling up, dude. Like constantly, it's filling up with all kinds of Star Wars stuff. So I'm having to like rearrange it so I can fit everything. So it's time for a new bookshelf, man. Pretty much, it's time for a library, dude. <laughs> Flat out, like library. People walk in your house, you're like, shh, yeah, shh. I'm this is a library. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm much better. The cough is going away. Well, I still got a little bit of the cough, but God, it's much better than it's a lot better than what it was. A lot better. Puny immune system, dude. Yeah, I know. I just, know. Just, uh, I guess that's like the elderly thing, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Close that window. I'll catch pneumonia. <laughs> so old. <laughs> oh gosh, that sucks. You really hit me. You, you really hit me below the belt. Really, yeah. I'm, I'm forty. Okay, I'm forty. I'm not eighty. Okay. Jeez. All right. Jeez. Whatever you say. You know what? I had some good things and I had some bad things happen to me today. Oh. The, yeah, the bad thing is, yeah, I was all set to start running today. I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start running. I downloaded me an app, got ready to go, walked outside, started the app, went to put the phone in my pocket. Something happened, and my phone hit the ground, the concrete, and now my screen's all cracked. Ugh. Yeah, I'm well. so mad right now. I don't know. Here, here's a. I mean, I guess you can. You're now part of like the elite group. Like, you're, I guess you're a cool kid now. Because I swear, <laughs> I see everybody with all like everybody's iPhones. They're all cracked. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you do? Yeah, I just dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> and you're still using fun. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a screen protector on it, so at least it's intact. Right. You know. Now, when I take a screen protector off, I don't know. It might come off in like a bajillion pieces. <laughs> <laughs> just, just crumbles. Yeah. Whoops. Like, oh, there goes my screen. And I'm serious, man. It's so it's so funny. It's like, like, have you ever seen that? Where just you see all these people that are on their phones, and all of them are just like smashed, but they're just setting their fingers, just using them. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting there going, like, how do you not cut up your fingers? And they, it's just like not a big deal. Like as long as I get my content, I don't care. Hmm? <laughs> so a good thing though is the past couple of weeks uh, I've been hitting the GameStop and. Uh, Funko has released their Star Wars mystery minis. Whoop whoop. Ooh. Yep. And I I couldn't buy a box because I'm saving for Force Friday, right? And these are six ninety nine a pop. Mm-hmm. But I did get um I've gotten five figures so far out of a box, and these are the GameStop exclusive uh boxes. So uh I pulled Chewbacca, and I've pulled a Stormtrooper. And a Shadow Trooper, and Greedo, and the GameStop exclusive Luke and Stormtrooper disguise. Nice. Yep. These are really cool, man. Have you seen these? But yeah, no, I've never seen them. Okay, so you might want to Google them up while I'm talking about them. But they're 
think uh, the Disney Infinity Star Wars figures. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to similar in design to that, but but Funko, you know, has the you know, like they have their pops. Well, they have their line of mystery minis, and they make all kind of figures out of these. And basically, they're just vinyl statuette kind of things. They don't move, you know. Mm-hmm. But with the Star Wars stuff, because of licensing issues, like their pops, these are bobbleheads too. So, you know, they're kind of cool. But they come in a box, black bag inside of it, so you don't know what you're going to get, right? You just get a random figure out of the box. Now, all of these are centered on A New Hope, so I'm assuming that when Wave 2 comes out, if if this is successful and... From the way I've seen people on e- on Facebook buying these things, it's, it's a no-brainer. I'm hoping that Empire Strikes Back is the next series that they do. But, again, <clears throat> you have a GameStop exclusive box, which has three you know, GameStop exclusives you can find in there. But they're hard to find. Like, you get 12 boxes in, in, in one case. And these figures are like one in 36, one in 72 chances. So, you know, there's no guarantee you're going to actually pull one of these things in any of the cases. But then they have a Hot Topic exclusive with three Hot Topic exclusive figures. There's a Walmart exclusive with three more. So, you know, it's going to be hard to find. <clears throat> I've started looking at eBay prices on them. And there's a Hot Topic Darth Vader exclusive. That is going for over a hundred bucks right now. So that looks like it might wow. be the the high price one. Hmm. But uh, yeah, these are so cool, man. And they come with little bases like the pops, but the bases can snap into each other so they fit together, giving you like one long line of mystery oh, that's cool. minis. That's really yeah, so cool. the bases actually snap together, which is really cool and I hadn't seen this done yet. Right. Yeah, they look cute. I, re- I really like these. Uh, speaking of the uh, Disney Infinity, I, I wish they would they would continue that. I wish they hadn't stopped doing that because me and yeah. my nephew the other day were actually playing uh, the Disney Infinity Star Wars edition, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm still in the Clone Wars era playing that. And man, we it was it was actually really fun, especially playing with two people. Yeah. Um, hate that they cancel the- that, but I guess unless you it's still as long as you still have your the game game you can play. It's just, I think that you can't do online stuff like the, the online toy box and doing all that stuff. Yeah. Me and the girls played it the other day, but nice. I don't have Anakin and Ahsoka. My starter set came with my PlayStation, Darth Vader PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So it came with like Luke and Leia. So I'm at, I'm on oh, Tatooine. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I got the, the starter pack you buy in stores for like 20 bucks. It was the, it was the Anakin and Ahsoka. And then uh, I went back and I've got the, the Luke and Leia for when I eventually get to it. <laughs> and the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Force Awakens. Yeah. Expansion. Dude, speaking of that, that, speaking of that, we were in Walmart yesterday and I bought the Force Awakens starter pack or not starter pack, but the, the Ray and Finn with the little, game piece you know right, the world yep. piece there mm-hmm. six bucks oh really like, yeah wow yes yeah, i got it back when it was it was like still 11 bucks i think at the time which is still mm-hmm. cheap for the for the uh i mean they, it was after they they brought all the figures down to like four bucks but yeah these were 11 so yeah six bucks for that that's crazy i ordered yeah. just go buy another copy just yeah in the box. <clears throat> just to have mint in the box yeah because they look so cool. I mean, they're stylized, and they look really, really cool. I was going to say, Disney did a really that. good job on those figures. I mean, they look so good. Yeah. And and that's what's similar about the Mystery Minis. I mean, the, it's like stylized, animated mm-hmm. versions of of the regular figures. And they're, I've just got this, I don't know, I got this little thing for these little figures. And plus, I guess it's the blind bag thing. It's like, like back in the day, collecting Baseball card. You don't yeah, know what you're going to get in that or something pack. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But um, while I was in there, uh, the lady at, at the GameStop gave me some um, Star Wars display stuff. There's this little, uh, it's been up for a while. So I was like, are you going to throw that away? And she's like, no, you can take it right now. And I was like, cool. It's just a little shelf talker kind of cardboard piece for the Force Awakens Lego game. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> Which yeah. I still haven't played yet. <laughs> Sitting there waiting for me. I just haven't gotten around to it, and I want it. It's going to be something that me and uh, Candy will play eventually. So, really, yeah. Have you ever gotten that, to play it? it? Yeah, it platinum trophied it. Good, good. Yeah, I, I got to play that. I'm yeah. sure the listeners are like, God, they're talking about old stuff. Like they should have had this stuff played a long time ago. But you know what? Yeah. We're adults. Yes, we're old. We have we have so much stuff to do. <laughs> That's right. Like, we have, have adulting to do. Yeah, we have adulting to do. Um, but yeah, that that's that's been pretty much my week, man. My week, aside from some pretty stressful stuff at work, just because people want to make my life stressful. <laughs> you know. But hey, I got to pay the bills. Yeah, got to pay the bills. Oh, before before we keep on, there's one more thing. You know, a few weeks back, I was talking about I went to a Disney store in Tennessee and got like all the Disney figures for like five nine four ninety or four fifty or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a piece. I I just took the first one out, which is K two S O, because hey, he's the coolest looking one. Do not take K two S O out of his box. <laughs> Why okay? is that? If you got him, he doesn't stand for crap. You know, I've oh, I've wow. got him ba- I've got him perfectly balanced right now, dude. He's very hefty. He looks seriously cool. I mean, he looks like oh, that's just a shrunk, shrunken version of the real thing. But his little bitty feet, and little skinny legs, and that big old torso don't match. And he just topples over, you know. Oh, yeah. It's kind of sad, you know. Really you just sad. tried. You work so hard. It doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Golly. I spent my adulting money on it. <laughs> <laughs> my adulting money. I like that. I'm gonna throw something out here. Okay. I have. I've been thinking lately. I've been thinking a lot while I'm in the shower. Okay. Oh, that's dangerous. Yes, I know. I do my best thinking in the shower. I get up at 5.30. Nobody else is up. The hot water hits me, and I go to thinking. Right? Then my wife's banging on the door. Are you through yet? I got to get ready. (laughs) Whatever. Like, yeah, I'm through. You don't have any hot water, though. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Bye. What if Ray is not the main character of The Force Awakens? Uh, or this sequel trilogy. And all this, you know, focus on who's who, who Ray's parents are. I, you know, I, I'm wondering now, now if that's just a total diversion. So we're not expecting something big to this coming our way. That just like out of left field, kind of like the Vader, I am your father moment. So you think they're going to kill Ray off? No, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not going that far. I don't think they'll kill Ray off. Right. I just think they're making a big to do about her her parents when the the big reveal in some way is that Kylo Ren is the star of the sequels. They keep hyping that you know the main trilogy movies are about the Skywalker family. Well. Aside from Luke and Leia, he's the only Skywalker around that we know of. And I just don't know that that Luke goes off script from the Jedi way and and has a kid. Because I'm I'm assuming that he's learned that, oh, look what your dad did. You know, Yoda's like, Mm -hmm. look at your dad, what he did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Destroyed him, it did. Okay, yeah, I suck at Yoda. I think it's pretty um, good. Keep going. Yeah. Well. Okay, I'll talk like this <laughs> the whole podcast. <laughs> but uh, I'm just wondering if if the Ray thing is a diversion to to take the spotlight off of Kylo Ren, and and and, and I'm trying to parallel things. So if you take a New Hope, Vader is in it, not a lot. You look at the Force Awakens, Kylo's in it, not a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, but Vader turns out to be 
really the main character of, of, of the first six films. You know, now his grandson is around, and I think he's the—he's really the only Skywalker left. I—I I think I—I I just think something big in the Last Jedi is going to happen with Kylo Ren, and we're going to get that "oh crap" moment. Okay, you know. So let, let's let's mark this down on on, on the calendar. August seventeenth, Ashley said there's going to be a big Kylo Ren oh crap moment, and that Ray is not going to be as important as we think she is. All right, noted. And I, I you know, I think you're onto something. I feel like we'll probably have that moment. Really? Are you just saying that? Or you no, I really think. I mean, like it, it makes sense that they they would be you know trying to create a diversion from from Kylo Ren's character. Just like there's the theories going around about, you know, him killing his father and how mm-hmm. that, that may not be entirely accurate and stuff. I mean, I feel like that has some merit and that may tie into what you're talking about. Mm. But. And two, I saw this. I'm not going to mention it. I'm just going to say. I saw this big rumor from a legitimate source that. Makes me wonder some things, you know, I'm not going to say I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to tease everybody with that because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. And this was definitely, if it's true, it's a big, huge, gigantic spoiler, you know? All right. Um, so I'm not going to say anything about it, but it, it does have something to do with Skywalker family, I'll put it that much. I'll say, and I'll shut up. Because <clears throat> I don't want to spoil it. I'm not a spoiler, people. I don't spoil things. Except for when Hasbro leaks some pictures and then we spoil it. You know. Um, speaking of spoilers, <laughs> speaking of leaks, have you seen any of the latest, you know, we talked about some of the, the Hasbro leaks last week. Uh, or the last time we did the podcast, but have you seen some of the latest ones? Um, I don't believe so. I mean, unless there's something you've seen that I haven't. Okay, so seen yet. so the last last podcast we did the ten figures, right? We talked about the ten figures. We talked about the resistance ski mm-hmm. speeder vehicle, and was there another vehicle we talked about? I can't remember. You remember? I really don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. So, but now it seems that we're getting a playset this time. Have you seen the BB-8 playset? Oh, you're talking about the uh, BB-8 playset. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And it gives us our first, like, real accurate look at Snoke. Now, have you seen the pictures? Um, I've seen, like, I saw the one photo, it was like, a, I know it, la- it had some labels for certain things, you know, I, I'm yeah. sure you know what I'm talking about. I think that's all I really saw. And then I saw the, um, the commercial, because I'm not sure if you saw that they've got toy commercials out now. Yeah, but they they went down but, as soon as they went up. You know? Oh, you so did I you never- oh, they already went went down? Yeah, the only one I saw was the Force Link one. Yeah, there were three of I them did. I saw. There were three Force yeah. Link ones. Or there was two, at least two Force Link ones I watched, and then the the BB-8 playset. Yeah, but if you look at Snoke, dude, he's a good two foot taller than the Praetorian Guard beside him. Ah, okay. So apparently he is going to be a tall dude, but maybe not as massive as the hologram right. suggested. You know, in the Force Awakens, but uh. It was interesting to to kind of get some scale regarding Snoke. So I'm I'm guessing the BB-8 opens up into like a throne room playset or something. Maybe aboard his I'm I'm guessing Star Destroyer or something. You know, castle, what have you, whatever he Snoke Snoke's around in. You know, right. I don't know. I don't know. But then another leak. Confirmed our suspicions of a Porg Furby because they're releasing it. It's a stuffed mechanical Furby. 
um, or Porg. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. It's going to be the Christmas gift of the year. You know, he comes with batteries, so I'm assuming he makes sounds. All <laughs> That's that kind of good stuff. Cool. Yep. <clears throat> and then, you know, we didn't, I think we mentioned that we didn't see anything from Sphero this pat, you know, in the pat in the last podcast, but the little black BB eight, the, the, mm-hmm. impu- the, the first order BB eight thing, I think it's called BB H nine or something like that. H eight or H nine. There's going to be a Sphero, uh, version of that too. Oh, so you can okay. just ram your little BB eight against the bad BB eight. You know, with your phones, have a BB-8 race. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm sure there's still some surprises left. Uh, you know, from what I've seen, too, of some of the leaks, there you're going to have some other characters in the three and three-quarter inch scale released, not from The Last Jedi, but from previous movies, like there's a a Bespin Han and Boba Fett two-pack. Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, but it's got the Last Jedi, you know, packaging look to it. Um, Okay. And there was another, uh, I think we mentioned it, uh, Kylo Ren's TIE Interceptor or whatever it was. But one interesting fact about that is... You mentioned some commercials being released mm-hmm. about this stuff, about this force link thing that, you know, all, all the figures have this little data chip inside their foot, the bottom of their foot. So you wear this force link thing around your wrist, yep. put, get it near the figure and the figure says, you know, whatever line from the movie, you know, Luke says, whatever, I, I didn't see no, they didn't really give anything away in the commercial. Right. Um, but apparently to make like the ships have sounds and stuff like that, you have to have the force link doohickey on your oh, yeah, wrist. Yeah. And, and then you grab like his TIE fighter and you just pew, 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 pew. <laughs> right. The force link thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be sounds. like, I think you buy like a, like a starter <coughs> kit with the wristwatch with the, or the wrist, the wristband thing. Yeah, it makes the sound. Yeah, and then you then it works with all the the figures. This is Phantom Menace all over again, pretty much. Which is it? This I mean, is it a bad thing or? I don't know. It just seems like added added cost, right? To something. But then again, maybe... I mean, I hope it doesn't affect the cost. But I prefer this over the nerf thing. That was one thing I thought about. I'm oh. like. You know, at least this is like enhancing the the playability, I guess, or like you know, just kind of giving a little something for the kids to to broaden their imaginations. Like, hey, we get sound effects with everything, you know. We just mm-hmm. and we get to wear this cool, you know, piece of equipment. But at least it's not just like, hey, let's slap Nerf darts on everything. <laughs> yeah, really. I am not a fan of the Nerf, um, but I think maybe. Four and five year olds were probably fans of the Nerf, right? Which I'm, I'm, I love the fact that we have like the the Nerf gun, you know, like the Star Wars blasters, like the Han Solo blaster pistol and all that stuff, and it fires, you know, Nerf. It's, it's Nerf, you know, Nerf guns. But the, you know, just incorporating in a toy, like, oh look, here's a Nerf launcher out of the Millennium Falcon, or you know, this A wing fighter's carrying a huge Nerf cannon under it. Like it to me, it just I didn't like that. I'm like, it's not accurate. Completely. I mean, that's one. I mean, it's one thing because I know plenty of toys when we grew up. You know, they always had added features that you never see in the movies and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But to me, I just kind of felt like it was. This is kind of a little over the top. Like, like they're really pushing nerf hard. You know, but um, to the point where it just doesn't make sense. But you know, the sound effects thing, it's still kind of it's like whatever to me. But but I'm like, I'll you know, thank God we went this route instead of more nerf stuff. <laughs> Um, so the biggest news this week just broke probably two hours ago. 
And this news concerns the next uh, standalone film in the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. You remember, we went to Celebration, and we thought maybe we would get some kind of official announcement about another film. Yep. yep. Celebration came and went with no official announcement. But Kathleen Kennedy did say she expected to make an announcement on it by June. Yeah, I mean, sometime in June. Mm-hmm. Well... It's now midway August. Still no official announcement. But the Hollywood Reporter uh, had an exclusive about the next standalone film, which is, drumroll please. Good job. Good job. Obi-Wan Kenobi, directed by Stephen Daldry. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it doesn't say who will be playing Obi-Wan Kenobi in the film. And they say that these uh, negotiations with Stephen Daldry are very early in the process. So, you know, no script has been written. They're just still hammering out details of a contract with him and possible story scenarios so don't expect an obi-wan kenobi movie next year obviously unless they get the ball rolling really really fast on this one this sounds like a 2020 kind of release maybe after the final part of the of the neck in this sequel trilogy right uh but from your perspective, Austin, if, if you had a, an Obi Wan Kenobi movie, how, what would how where would you want it to be set? Who would you want to play Obi Wan Kenobi? Well, I mean, of course, I'm forever. You know, Ewan McGregor is is Bay is life. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, of course, Ewan McGregor, I'd want him to come back and and continue to play the character. Um, I mean, I, I guess it would have to take place on Tatooine unless the story involves him leaving Tatooine for, for a little bit, which to me would, um, like it would make sense. Like I would, I would understand, like I'm, I'm not in my mind, I don't think Obi-Wan, like he just strictly stayed on the planet the entire time. I'm sure he had to leave at certain points, you know, to do something. Um, Mm -hmm. so maybe the adventure will take him off Tatooine for a little bit. Um, cause I mean, I mean, he'll know, you know, he's got to kind of know his way around and know like the, the spaceports and things like that. But, um, it would be cool. I mean, I'm sure they'll, they'll have to incorporate like him maybe going to another world or something like that. Um, doing some, I don't know, like, to be honest with you, I would, I would like for it to be something where it kind of connects him with him further, like further training himself in the in the force and maybe we can have you know Liam Neeson come back and do some voice work or maybe possibly I doubt it but maybe possibly do you know come back as a force ghost because I just mm. miss Qui-Gon something fierce mm-hmm. but um but yeah you know I mean just like I think Yoda is basically doing the same thing you know they're learning they're learning a deeper uh level of the force and basically yeah. how to become force ghosts when they pass Mm. away. So I would like for them to kind of touch base on that and explain that a little bit more so that we have, because, you know, the Yoda would have explained that in the, in revenge of the Sith, but it was in a deleted scene where he mentioned Qui-Gon teaching him these things. So if Mm -hmm. they can kind of bring that and actually, you know, retcon that into, into the series, that would be really cool. So we'll kind of have a feeling of, okay, so, we know that Obi Wan really did, you know, had to learn more, and uh, it's always a student of the Force, and you know, just kind of maybe, maybe they'll have some conflict there of him trying to keep Luke's presence a, a secret, maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. But yeah, that's or, that's what I'd like to see. What if it took place during the Clone Wars? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, I'm still going to watch it, <laughs> Yeah. but, uh, 
I'm done with the Clone Wars, man. Like I'm just kind of like we've we've got the Clone Wars. We know the Clone Wars in and out. You know, it's I don't know. I I, I would I would be less enthused if they went that route. But it wouldn't. Really? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they went that way. And then maybe maybe they can put their new stamp on the prequel era. You know, in terms of the movies and kind of you know give it give it their their tone and look. You know, and play around in that universe for live action. Yeah. Um, but who knows? You know, because I'm. I have to. I guess I have to kind of look at it the way we looked at Rogue One, where I'm like, really, is that necessary? We don't need this story. But they ended up really taking, and since it took in that it took place in that time period of the of A New Hope, they really played with that world. You because you know each era had their own look and their own feel. So it's like, all right, we're going to take that and even go even further with it. So it felt like a really really well made like classic Star Wars movie in terms of the look and the style. So yeah. if they had to go back to the prequel era, that's that's fine. As long as they as long as we get a like a you know, something something old, something new, you know, and a good story behind it, you know, that's fine if that's what they choose to do. <clears throat> what about uh have have you ever read Kenobi by John Jackson Miller? That is always been a book that I've wanted to read and when it first came out it was like one of those times where I didn't jump on it in time to get it before it sold out and mm-hmm. you know I was always a stickler I'm like I want to I want the first edition hard copy and one day I'm going to get it and then finally I one day it's like it was just I had a hard time finding it and I finally found it in a secondhand store one day and grabbed it and uh been meaning to read it but that was when around the time when they rebooted the canon and and it i just it kind of fell to the side and i just haven't gotten around to it but it's coming it's probably probably next on my list since i have nothing else other than the heir to the empire trilogy to read mhm i mean it's a decent it's a decent read really good um you know now well i hear it's like a western it's it's written a lot yeah, like a western yeah yeah, it is. Cool. But I just figure if they're going to do a movie in that time period with Obi-Wan Kenobi, then that book probably gets thrown out the door, you know? Mm-hmm. And well, it's they may it's technically take, already thrown out the door since it's not canon. Yeah, well, so yeah, yeah. But, uh, but as you can see, even with everything else, uh, Lucasfilm takes pieces and parts from the EU to yeah. add into the, you know, mm-hmm. so like Thrawn, he's still here. Yep. You know, yep. things may not have happened exactly like they did in the EU, but mm-hmm. Thrawn's still here. Uh, right. What's another example of EU characters? Well, th- I mean, there's Thrawn and like they're bringing up his, his Nagri bodyguard coming up and, and they've, oh, yeah. they've, yep. um, like in the Clone Wars series, you know, they've taken species and things like that. And then, and then that moved into the ships, which we've talked about plenty of times before. I always love how they borrowed from the old expanded universe and brought it over into canon. And uh, yeah. some of it, some of it used the first time you're seeing it actually like on screen, either in animated or live action form. So I'm glad hmm. that they continue to do that. And I hope they, they do that. I mean, that would be cool to keep seeing more familiar elements being brought over. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping. I hope that if they do do a movie like that, that you don't take him off planet. You know, I just don't think that he would leave Luke. Well, he because Luke's but too important. What I'm saying, I guess, in my what I was trying to say before was that we know that he's like. I just don't think that he's he's always like he stayed on that planet and never left since he arrived there. So I'm just saying if they, you know, if you, if you have to just, just so that you don't have, you know, I guess you'd call it planet fatigue, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, when you're in a Star Wars movie, you want to see the, you know, you want to see multiple planets and new alien species and new ships every movie. And, uh, so you know that if they do that, if they're, and if it's going to take place in that time period, they're probably going to take him off the planet in some way. Like at least just like, in my opinion, I mean, that's fine as long as it were, if it, benefits the story like he has to he has to leave on a mission or has to do something and it can it you know it it threatens i guess the safety of luke or something like that and he's trying to keep that secret held down and maybe he's got some loose ends to tie up or something like that like maybe you don't think that dagobah go i mean go ahead i was just gonna say maybe he even goes to dagobah Hmm. you know but you don't think that maybe 
takes away something from the character to know that he actually left Tatooine and that his penance for for the Jedi losing was that this is this is your life now. You're staying here. You're looking after Luke. Right. You're making sure nobody knows who he is and that when the time comes, he'll be ready to take on the the world, you know, or right. the galaxy. I agree. I mean, and part of me thinks that. I mean, that was that was my initial thought process is that you know he would be on the planet. There's no there's no way he'd be off planet. But but you know, I'm just I'm, I'm I guess I'm trying to put myself in the in the writer's shoes, you know, because they're always mm-hmm. going to try to find some new way. You know, they're going to find some, you know, some just like with the Death Star stuff. You know, they're they're like you know we we got the the first test was a you know, when they destroyed Dantooine. Um, yeah, I mean they destroyed um, uh, uh, Jeddah. Well, I mean they, I mean like when they destroyed um, Alderaan. Excuse me, when they oh, were, oh. she was telling you know when they destroyed Alderaan, you know to us that's like oh well that's the first there that's their first test and the, and the way they word it it's like this is the first actual test but then you know and then in Rogue One we had the test slunk on Jeddah and and uh, and um, 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 oh Lord I'm having a brain fart what's the planet we come to in the end. Oh, uh, golly, dude, I'm getting old. I know, man, oh, the, all the time. It's like the mad cow. The planet that did they blow up the base on uh, the, the Scarif. Scarif. So, so on Scarif, they, you know, they, he, they blow up the, the area there on Scarif. So it's just like, I mean, they, you know, they still use the Death Star, but it, you know, it was used in a way that we get it and it, and it wasn't the full power and all that kind of stuff. That's why I'm thinking like, you know, if they do, if they approach this Obi-Wan movie, I'm sure that, you know, unless we just have cutaways to things going on off planet, but doesn't involve Obi-Wan. But to me, I, I feel like, you know, you also don't want to take too much attention off Obi-Wan because this is an Obi-Wan movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that they'll find some way of taking him off the planet. At least temporarily, if they go in that era, and um, and to me, right? I mean, just as I'm thinking about it, the my first my first reaction would be: if you're going to do that, it has to it has to serve the purpose of him uh, guarding the secret, you know, making sure that they don't find Luke, and maybe maybe it somehow furthers his training, like like he may, he has to make an emergency run to Dagobah or something like that, you know, and uh, speaks with Yoda about kind of like where you know kind of touching base where are we at today what's going on you know well i you know you know luke is okay everything's you know everything's going mm-hmm. according to plan should i you know i want to train him and yoda will probably say well you you know don't you know don't interfere let the ways of the force guide you you know like you know, just stuff like that i just i'm thinking of that that kind of stuff that we we could possibly see but for all we know they'll you know they'll if they do it they do an obi-wan movie and they do it in the time he's on Tatooine, maybe they they keep him on Tatooine and then they do something similar to the book where it's just, you know, like a Western story. So it's kind of like a, almost like a, like a indie film on Tatooine and you, you kind of keep it contained and, and have a, just a really good story there. Yeah. I was thinking something like, you know, in the, in the book, he's, he's mainly, I, I guess, fighting off, uh, sand people, like you know, or the, some of the main protagonists. Mm-hmm. But maybe like, what if Jabba played a big part in it? You know, like Jabba and his or some of his henchmen wanted the land that Owen Lars had. Maybe, or maybe and, not even Jabba. Maybe just a different villain, like another, yeah. like a maybe <clears throat> they can bring Black Sun in it in in it somehow. But I, I doubt Black Sun would uh-huh. would want to have anything to do with a simple moisture farm unless there's something else going on there. But you know, just have some sort of some sort of uh, new new villain of some kind because I, I feel like Jabba. That's the thing is when they brought Jabba in in other spots, that's fine. But Jabba's really was he was really supposed to be like. Like the big baddie, or like the you know one of the big baddies of the of the sixth movie, and uh, yeah, and so every time they brought him in, it was like thank God it was only in small pieces. But even with a new hope, whenever they redid that scene and put it in, I love it. I'm not speaking against it. I'm not you know I I 
you know, I was always, you know, when I was a kid, you know, like any little more, like any bit of Star Wars you can add to my life, I was happy with it. But if you really look at it in the overall picture, that scene really wasn't necessary and probably shouldn't have been added in hindsight, like just, just to, to keep that, that Jabba thing a bigger reveal in the last movie. Yeah. Plus when he shows up, he tells you everything that you already know. Like the scene was kind of just like a repeat of, of information that we already learned. So, so yeah, I mean, so I think if, if they do a villain for the, or do Tatooine, you know, um, for the Obi-Wan movie, maybe do a new villain, either, either bring in Black Sun into it or some other criminal organization and give a good, maybe a good villain, maybe somebody who even, is somehow affiliated or like, or kind of aligned with, with uh, the Tuscan Raiders in some way and stirring them up and making, you know, kind of making them do their bidding. Yeah. Well, if it was any criminal, you know, characters, I mean, uh, on Tatooine, they would have to be somebody as big as black sun to, to go against Jabba. Cause that's Jabba's territory. Right. Black sun would be interesting, but if you read uh, the Variety article on this Obi-Wan movie, they go on and add even further information to the mix, saying that their sources have told them that Lucasfilm is also considering standalone films for Boba Fett, which is kind of a uh, no-brainer, and Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> for Jabba? Wow. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about that. I don't know if he, I mean, could he hold a movie, you think? That's I mean I don't know. Uh, <laughs> big slug on a dais. It would be uh, like I think yeah. it, they would if they did it. It would need to be like in the indie, like a kind of like if it, would, it should feel like an indie movie, but maybe like in the style of the the original Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like the score sounds like the Godfather score every time you see Jabba, and he's just like. Uh, Ashanta, <laughs> Bullshooter, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, you know. So, I mean, Prince Shizor wakes up with a Tauntaun head in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I would like for them to, to see. I would like to see more because they did it in Clone Wars, but maybe either in Rebels or in one of the standalone movies or something. I want them to bring in more of the Falling, especially if they do Black Sun. I'd love to see somebody like Shizor. Even if they don't do Shizor, you know, I just want to see another Falling. Hmm. Where was that at? In Clone Wars, I mean, it where was, was like near one? the end. I want to say it was in one of the last, like one of the later seasons. They bring in, they just bring in Black Sun and it was just a bunch of Falling species, but they kind of all looked the same. They all were like the green skin with the ponytails and the, the big suits, you know, the big sharp suits. Hmm. It just wasn't, I don't think they really specified. There may have been one character in there, but they didn't really specify the, the like, they didn't really single anybody out. It was more like an organizational thing. So instead of bringing in Shizor, it was just like a race of Shizors. Really? Because yeah. I just, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and check that out. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Hmm. But you would know, you you are the Shadows of the Empire expert. <laughs> Speaking of movies, uh, the young Han Solo film, or the yet-to-be-named Han Solo film director Ron Howard, has been tweeting up a storm. Tweet, 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 tweet. tweet he tweets tweet. something new every day off the set. Today was a close-up, sh- well, not a really close-up, but him looking into the cameras or some couple of displays showing what they were filming, and they were filming a it was a close-up of Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. But um, over the past few days, he's tweeted out a little video of a damaged speeder. Was that was that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, an Imperial Fleet Trooper helmet that was sitting on a control panel. You know, a lot of people are saying online, oh, that's the Death Star. Well, hold on. Hold your horses. Is it? Is it? I mean, is the Death Star during this film complete enough for people to be, you know, own it in that way? Han didn't even know about a a, a freaking Death Star in the New Hope. He was like, he was as surprised as Obi Wan and Luke and everybody else in the Millennium Falcon when they first came up on it. You know. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm wondering if this is probably on a Imperial Star Destroyer. Ah, probably on a Star Destroyer because he's outrun those, you know. Right. Good I'm, not, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking about the big bulk cruiser. I, you know what? I'm just not in it tonight, man. <laughs> My Star Wars quotes are just totally off. Uh, I need to go back and watch A New Hope like ten times, just for that. Mm-mm-mm. You know, you know kind, kind of how like you know when athletes mess up, they have to do like push-ups. <clears throat> I'm going to have to go back and watch Star Wars 10 times. Give me 10, son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're getting kind of close this week on our time. It always seems like we run out of time too soon. Too soon. And we were going to talk about comics, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which, you know, it's not really much to it. I mean, we... uh I'm pretty much caught up on everything. the The Doctor Afra series is kind of falling off a little bit. It's not. It, past few issues feels like they've been kind of phoning it in. Had been too good, but uh, um, Darth Vader's still really good. The when they rebooted that, and he actually got to face off against the Jedi to get the he wanted a crystal to corrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, apparently that's really how the Sith create their red lightsabers. Is they take a, they take a crystal and they corrupt it. So, um, so that was a really, really cool one. Um, I read like a little cute little droids. There's like a single issue droids, uh, comic that came out and, uh, kind of had, you know, it looked like it was around the Force Awakens era, you know, and you what, had like, yeah, what was that about? BB-8. I mean, what was that about? I mean, cause it looked, it was just like, just, there was cutesy. two different stories and it was just like, um, there was one with BB-8 rolling around on the base, I believe. And then. And then the other one was like R2 and BB-8 working together or something, and mm-hmm. C-3PO. But it was kind of just like a, it was almost like if you ever read Star Wars Tales, it was just like a cute little story. It, there was really no dialogue. It was just beeps and boops, and they just bouncing <laughs> into stuff. <laughs> you mean you paid for a bunch of beeps and boops? Just beeps and boops. And uh, I believe that's because they, they did the... Um, what was the name? What was the series they just finished on Star Wars? It was the crossover event. Uh, the Screaming Citadel. Yeah, the Screaming Citadel. They finished that, and now we're we're going into like um, like I I think they're going to be doing like a Luke and Leia kind of adventure, like them getting separate, or, you know, kind of doing their own thing, similar to Splinter's in the, the was it Splinter of the Mind's Eye or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I can't quite remember and, what what that was about. I had to go back and and reread it. And we're still not to the Empire Strikes Back, right? Right, not yet. Which I wonder if they ever will get there. I mean, they need to. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, then maybe the, the they, Darth Maul series was really good too. That just I think they just wrapped that up. You know, maybe maybe Lucasfilm kind of has the Marvel on a you know like some kind of contract where they can't do anything past return of the Jedi yet. Right. Probably not. Yeah. I, you know, I just want to, I just want to see more connections in the storylines instead of it feeling like it's kind of idling. So hopefully mm-hmm. we, we get some, some, you know, ramp ups pretty soon of, of story, just like with the, this you know last season of rebels, how we're going to finally get to rogue one. Yeah. So that's exciting. I can't wait to see that. Uh, are we going to get there, though? I think so. <laughs> All righty. That's going to do it for the night. That's going to do us. Um, remember, if you want to talk to us between uh, each episode, all you have to do is find us on our favorite social media sites like Facebook.com, Twitter, or Instagram. You can also hit us up on OuterRimNews.com, the official site of the Outer Rim News. And uh, there you'll get all the latest Star Wars news from movies, TV, collectibles, even some editorials. Come check us out, OuterRimNews.com. 
also just remember that even though we're all big fans of Star Wars and and all that, you know, this podcast isn't endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It's all for entertainment purposes. And then all the Star Wars names and sounds, they're all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders. All righty, that's going to wrap us up. Um, this week, check out your local Walmarts and go look for these Disney Infinity figures because right now you can get them dirt cheap. Um, and they're re- you know even if you don't have the game, they make really cool looking pieces in your collection. I agree. Really cool looking pieces. Pieces. Anything else, Austin? Just um, you know, let's give Marvel more money. Let's read the comics. Everybody, gear up for Force Friday too. Alrighty, may the force be with you. Peace. <laughs>